Welcome to a special episode of the Current Backloggers. The date is July 22nd, and this is for the Xbox Games Showcase predictions. My name is KCPU, along with my good friend and co-host Cody G. Cody, how's it going? Hey, buddy. It's going pretty good. Um, it was really weird. I'm so used to intro being like a program thing of how I say it every week, and it was different this week. So I was like, this seems so unnatural now. <laughs> you did pretty good though I oh thank you <laughs> and I literally looked at my watch before we started to get the date and then when I went to set a date I was like shit what's the date <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't believe it's already the 22nd man that's uh summer is more than half over and it's gone by so quick oh no I completely agree It's uh, I actually had that exact comment today at work today um, I was talking to my boss I had a, a huge scare and this relates back to uh xbox actually because i requested a day off so we can do a whole day of the xbox showcase where we watch it record an episode hang out play games and stuff and i did that probably a week and a half ago and they approved it the day after that so i was like i'm all set and then today i got a notification that said they denied it and i was like wait what the fuck they already approved it and um so i went in and talked to her and she oh no that was a mistake on our end sorry about that and um but then she was like man i can't believe it's already the 22nd because she's asking what date i requested off i was like i know <laughs> this is nuts yeah man it's uh it's a, it's bananas <laughs> i feel like we just had fourth of july yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy weird. times <laughs> i guess maybe it was because i don't know if this is in your neighborhood but people are launching fireworks up to about a week ago around here yeah, and um, I actually might be throwing you in on this because you have a new dog. But I was going to say, everybody's complaining about it, but I think it's fucking awesome. And I wasn't going to do it. I literally didn't do one myself. But I was like, that is so great to cancel every fireworks and then to backfire on them. Literally every person <laughs> in the world, and well, in the country, where was lighting fireworks. So this is so great. Oh, no, that was – I love the, the video from California, too. <laughs> that was funny. On 4th of July, um, that's actually when I got back from my trip, and we were seeing them. We didn't get to go to any displays, obviously, mm-hmm. but the whole way home, you could have seen them on the highway shooting off. I was like, this is so awesome, and they're like real fireworks, not like bottle rockets or anything. And then when we got in my parents' neighborhood, it was literally like a war zone. You could just hear them everywhere. And then as <laughs> I was passing through my parents' neighborhood to go to my apartment, there was literally people shooting a repeater, which I don't know if you know what a repeater is. It's one of the no. coolest. Fi- oh man, they're uh, underrated. They're one of the coolest fireworks. They're essentially like uh, a whole string of bottle rockets, but you just light uh-huh. one fuse, and they come in anywhere from twenty-five to like two thousand. So you just light it, and it's just a bam, 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 just sh- shooting <laughs> off. And there's literally in a an apartment apartment complex. I just saw one of those shooting off, and all these people running around. So this is literally <laughs> like we're in a fucking another world right now. This is so great. I love it. <laughs> but bottle um, rockets are one of my my favorites too. So bottle rocket is for certain my favorite. Uh, uh, some of the ones that like pretend to be M80s because I'm sure the the real M80s from when our parents were kids that like the quarter stick of dynamite or whatever. Yeah. Those sound way cooler, but um, those are always fun just to like mess with like action figures or blow yeah. shit up. Yeah, I think Bottle Rockets are my favorite. No, they're they're some of the best. Um, 
we used to do it all the time. We would put it inside of uh, little cars and watch them blow up and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, if we end up going on vacation, we'll have to buy a repeater. You're going to fucking love them. They're so great. Like I said, 25 is uh, sounds like a lot, but they shoot off so fast but you can literally get them into the thousands and they last so long you just light one wick and they just keep going <laughs> um so but beautiful. yeah but um we're still gonna do our normal episode on uh friday or thursday night into friday but um we want to do a special episode for the xbox showcase to uh do a little prediction episode so we're not gonna do any of our normal stuff here we each have three predictions that uh, we think are realistic and will happen, and then two crazy predictions. So, Cody, do you want to start with your first prediction you sure, think is realistic? Uh, start with the normal number three. Yeah, that works. Okay, uh, I'll be honest with you. All of these probably could have fit in the crazy, except <laughs> for one. So, um, I the, the, the realistic ones are more possible but so yeah but it was uh it was a back and forth on whether or not they should be crazy so number three for me is that xbox comes out and they announce that they bought wb but what makes it even crazier is they bought it with all the license and the rights for all of their exclusive uh games okay i actually i debated a lot on mine that's one I thought about, and I feel like it's a good chance, but I just don't know if the talks are actually that far along that they could have bought them yet. And then also, a lot of my predictions I thought of like that, but I was like, man, the times are so weird that I feel like those kind of announcements, they might want to hold off for like a true E3. I know you can't just hold out for an announcement for a year like that. If they made it happen, they're going to have to announce it. But it just seems so weird to make huge announcements at like that at a, just a video press conference, but obviously that's the only choice they got so i don't think like i said i don't think they avoid it it just seems odd it would be cool to get those to be exclusives but uh i'm certain that maybe some of the deals they already have in place so probably the first early probably the first few games would, wouldn't be exclusive and the way xbox releases stuff i don't even think they would make them be exclusive anyways yeah um okay so i'll do my first one as well um I definitely had a harder time with my crazy ones. I narrowed it down to two since that's what we said. But I have a whole list of other ones. I'm not going to read them on here because we don't need to do an honorable mention or whatever because I can just literally go on and on. But I was thinking me and you can keep these and then when we talk about um, talk on our next episode what actually happened, we can see if any of these came true and how many and kind of compare. So I'm only going to use these for that, but I do have a whole list of secondary ones that I'm excited for. So if any of those happen, that gives me uh, more of a sign of just how crazy this press conference was. Because like I said, these are crazy <laughs> predictions I don't expect to happen. I think some are, that I don't have on this list are more realistic, but I still, it would jack me up if any of these actually happened. But um, to start off on the regular one, I had a hard time with these two because I feel like a lot of the announcements that we can predict are already so rumored or talked about that I didn't really want to just pick things like, that were talked about over and over and kind of just confirmed already without being confirmed because I feel like that's a really weak prediction and is going to come true. So mine is kind of along the lines of that, but reversed. I'm going to say there's no Fable game announced. 
which uh, wow. I, like I said, I feel like that's all been but been confirmed, but I don't really know why. I feel like there's no real evidence to show that there's a Fable game in the creations, and there's no like huge studio they started up for it or anything just besides the fact that it's been a long time and people have been talking about it forever, but I don't see any evidence to prove that there is going to be a Fable game. Yeah, I don't... That's a real interesting... I never thought about that, but that seemed like a given to me. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I thought, too. That's why, like I said, I kind of had a twist on it because I feel like the easy prediction is that there is going to be a Fable game. I'm not just trying to be different. Like I said, I feel like there's a fair reason why I think that there might not be. I think the only thing is that a little more credit is that Phil Spencer seems to really like those kind of announcements that get the Xbox fans crazy. And Fable would definitely do that. So I think this is probably the most realistic time. But like I said, I still no, see no real evidence that why there would be a Fable game announced. Yeah, um... That kind of ruins my number two. <laughs> my number two was a new fable. That was the one oh. that was like a, I was so certain that I put that. That was my non-crazy one. Like I said, it does seem like it's a likely scenario. That's why I'm trying to kind of different so I could be dead wrong. Um, I also, I'm not a huge fable fan, so I don't really care what they do with it. But I don't really know what a fable game would even be anymore. Because I feel like. Either it's going to be like they used to be, and everybody's going to say it's outdated and not good, or they're going to try and throw all these like Destiny elements where there's like ongoing seasons and always these new contents and everything. And I don't really see how it's even a Fable game anymore. Yeah, that'd be interesting, but I don't think I would like that. What I always liked about the Fable games was um, just like a simple RPG. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Even though I'm not a big fan, I could. I feel like if I was a Fable fan, that's why I would want. But I feel like games have changed so much they're going to be worried about doing that. So I feel like it's kind of normal thing with gamers. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I'm not really sure what the way to take it is. Yeah, and I'm, I'm one of those, I don't even know, this probably piss off Fable fans, but I think the best one is number three, and number two is the next one, and then number one I think is the worst one. Yeah. Um, I know people feel the exact opposite about it but just the mechanics of like running the, the empire halfway through once you beat the story of fable 3 it switches to like a uh like an empire manager and you have to decide whether to help the people or build up an army for the pending attack from the bad guys and piss off your people and i don't know i've never seen a game do that and last week when we were talking about James's uh, what, how if we'd make a game mm -hmm. and that's definitely like the politics side and the the management of uh, resources and building an army I love that stuff so I hope they include that but I know people hated that game so I'm sure they're going to stay as far away from number three as possible yeah that's uh that's actually exactly what I was going to say. That's the opposite of what most people say. I, uh, I'm i not that into Fable, but I did beat the first one. I played the second one. And I just never was that into him, so I didn't stick with it. But I'll be honest, the three seemed the most interesting to me, too. But, yeah, everybody hated on it. I did not play it because of that. I was just never that into it, so I didn't play it. But I was like, that seems like the most interesting of the, of the three. Oh, I thought so, too. Um, So I guess that is a goes to your number two already so 
Uh, yep. Did you want to add anything to that, or should I go my cue? No, no, that's it. Okay, so I'm going to skip over you. So my second one, I predicted this before. I feel like it was kind of confirmed, so I added to it. My uh, original prediction was going to be that there would be no price announcement. But um, like I talked about on last week's episode, I feel like Aaron Greenberg kind of confirmed that by saying that this is going to be all about the games. So Didn't they also – I couldn't find it anymore after we talked about it, but I saw somebody announce that they're not going to talk about it till August. I heard somebody say that. I didn't know where it came from, though, so I didn't know if that was from them or not. Yeah. So I added to it. So if any of these come true, then my prediction doesn't isn't right. It's not just one of these. These all have to happen. I think they're not going to show a release, uh, say a release date, say a price, or show the other console. So okay. if any of those three happen, I'm wrong. So I, said, I feel like the price is kind of easy that they're not going to do that now. But um, yeah. then I feel like it all kind of correlates, though, because I don't feel like they're going to show the other console without saying the price, because the rumor is that this other console is so cheap that it's going to blow people away. And if they just announce the console and don't say the price, I feel like people are just going to be wondering what that is forever. And then yeah. I don't think you say a release date without showing the other console, so I feel like they all kind of run together. Yeah, you're right. With this being, being a focus on games, too, I don't think they want to talk about any of that stuff. Yeah. And uh, after our predictions, we can talk a little bit just about general things about the press conference. I don't know if you saw. I can add one thing here. Um, Microsoft confirmed that it was going to be an hour-long press conference, which that seems very short for... Like I said, I feel like they're going to have to show a good chunk of Halo alone. And then even if you show 10 minutes of that, then you have 50 minutes to work with for everything else you're going to show. So I hope maybe a lot of them are just like trailers to hype people up and you can show it in one minute and get like a lot in on that short period. But it doesn't seem like yeah. very long, so I hope they have something. Okay, here's something we could add in. Um, how many announcements, like a, a world world premiere, as they call it, how many do you think they'll have of those with all these new game companies they bought? And it's being a big focus in games. I wonder if they're even going to do the world premiere thing since not live. But uh, World premiere. Yeah, I hope so because it's so over the top. And it'd be even <laughs> better in a video form Nexus, even more unnecessary. Um, this might be too high, but I, especially in an hour format. But I guess I'll say 15. 15, wow. I was going to say 5. Yeah, I might be going high, but I feel like they go out of their way to do that, so I can see them doing it on even like smaller indie games or something, because it is a technically a world premiere. Yeah, I didn't think about that, man. I'm so tired. I gotta be honest with you, I'm so tired of seeing indie games. <laughs> Me too. You know how I've always felt about that. Not that I just like indie games, but just the how it can be a little annoying. Yeah, it's like the pendulum swung a little too far. Yeah. Um, they did say. This was Aaron Greenberg again, said that, uh, well, we already knew this, but the, the press conference starts at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our time, and there's going to be a pre-show starting at 11. But Aaron Greenberg said today that uh, 
if people are bummed about it only being an hour, to definitely tune into the pre-show because they have a lot of uh, reveals to show during the pre-show. So, wow. you, do you want me to come over for that? Oh yeah, you're yeah you're definitely welcome to. I told everybody they could, but especially you. Yeah, I'll shoot for that then. I hope that's not just that could definitely just be PR to get people to watch even more of their content, and they might have one reveal or literally even no reveals, but. Like I said an hour does seem short, so I hope they use that to their advantage to maybe have some demos of games or that seems like a, maybe a time to have if they had a acquisition like WB or something and be able to announce it and actually like talk about it instead of just having like a sizzle reel or something. Not that I'm saying that's what they're gonna do, but it seems like a time where he could talk about that easier. Yeah. Um all right, I guess we could uh, move on to your number three. My number one? Oh, yeah, your number one. Yeah, third one, number one. Okay, this is this has been kind of rumored, and it would blow my mind and be awesome, and it makes sense, especially with uh, the announcements back in, I think it was January, about what was coming to Game Pass. Mm -hmm. My number one is that they buy Sega, or they have bought Sega. Well, yeah, I've heard that. I, uh... I just don't see how that that seems so unbelievable to me, but it also seemed unbelievable at the time that Microsoft could buy Rare, and that happened. So <laughs> it'd be yeah. fucking crazy. And imagine Sonic being exclusive to Xbox. And it, it makes perfectly perfect sense to me because Sega spread on PC console. They want more of that Japanese fanfare. Xbox does not do well in Japan for yeah. Because Japan sees them as, um, that's the thing, I, Japan is a pretty conservative society. Uh, they see it as like outsiders. <clears throat> they don't, they want Japanese companies. So this would be the perfect, like, branch. And I know Sega doesn't do well. Their headquarters, they had to move their headquarters from the iconic location a couple years ago. Um, I think financially they're not doing well. Um, and this could help save them and preserve a very historical thing. And a lot of their games are games that Microsoft does not have versions of. I don't think it would be any competition. Like, they don't really have an FPS, but Xbox has got uh, one of the best FPSs. And Sega's got tons of simulation games. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if Total War is still under their branch, but that would be mind-blowing to me to know Microsoft owns Total War. Yeah, it is. At least uh, it was when they announced Halo Wars 2, because I remember Phil Spencer made a big deal out of that, that Sega and Microsoft would be coming together to make that. It would just be awesome, man. and It would be great to see Microsoft do something about some of the games that are stranded on their consoles, like... Uh, Panzer Dragoon, which uh, is pretty stranded on the Saturn. I know yeah. one of them is just the super expensive one. I forget which one it is. Is just totally, totally gone at this point. And it would just be nice to have someone go back and try to preserve all of those games. Maybe put them on either Xbox or make a a plug and play or something like that. No, I'd love that. It would just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they would. It'd be even cool too. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, "Oh man, I would I would hold out for this if they made a console, an Xbox console, but 
designed it as if Sega would have designed the new Xbox. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Um, I don't know. I just also thought, too, it was like, they almost remind me of each other. Because uh, when Sega died, Xbox kind of picked up the, the torch and brought a lot of their exclusive games over. And if I'm buying a retro game that's not on Xbox, I will usually try to get on a Sega because of the hardware. And I feel the same way about Xbox. I don't know. They just feel very similar to me. It just seems like a perfect match. And it would it would be one of those, uh, this sounds so corny and absolutely nerdy, but it'd be like a cold chills moment for me. Just be like, yes. No, it definitely would for me too. I know what you mean by it sounding like that, but it definitely would. That's why it just, like I said, it seems truly unbelievable to me too. Because I just can't imagine that happening. But I know it's been talked about, so I don't think it's unrealistic. It just feel like I feel like you do, and that's why I said it seems unbelievable. Because just thinking about that seems so crazy. Uh, I hope it's something cool like that, not an announcement of a partnership or something. Because if I see the Sega logo, I'm going to get really excited and just be like, oh, we've partnered up on two new games. Project Spark 2 and Project Spark 3. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you uh, mentioned the exclusives and all that with Sega because I was just going to mention how the original Xbox launched with the Jet Set Radio. And it'd be, I know that game wouldn't change anything, but it'd be cool if they bought Sega and Jet Set launched with the Series X. Yeah, man. And it's uh, like the issues with Sonic and the issues that people have had with Sega games, It, uh, I think it comes down to funding. Yeah. And Microsoft is, it, at least it seems, is just endless cash. <laughs> so, and they, they could reboot Sonic. There's just, it's just exciting to think about. I'm with you. Um, so my like number. If, oh, go ahead. Imagine, sorry, just oh, no, a, like an announcement where there's Master Chief sitting there, and like people think it's going to be about Halo Infinite, and then stupid ass Sonic runs up there or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, imagine they literally do the same trailer where uh, he was in that ridiculous robe thing, Master Chief in the desert, and then the <laughs> wind blows, and then it's Sonic. You hear the coin noise or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> so my number three, I feel like this is the most unrealistic, and uh, this one I feel like goes into what you said, that uh, it's so crazy that probably should be on the other list, but I feel like it makes sense. I think it might just be too soon and maybe too unrealistic. So, my third, or number one, but my third one, is that they announce Back for Blood on uh, the Xbox Game Showcase, which is the new game from Turtle Rock, the creators of Left 4 Dead. Because the Left 4 Dead was exclusive to Xbox, and there's not going to be a Left 4 Dead 3 at least anytime soon. But I feel like this game is so obviously the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. And I feel like it'd be so cool to have that on Xbox again. And I don't know if they would go exclusive or not, but I feel like it's a possibility because it's not Valve anymore. It's just Turtle Rock. So I feel like if Microsoft, I don't know the amount of money I was going to say, gave them a certain amount, but I literally don't know what that is. I feel like you could give them not that much money though, relative to these kind of things to be an exclusive game and could be a huge game changer with if they present it as a left for dead game 
Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. And uh, I'd imagine it'd probably be a timed exclusive. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, it kind of pisses me off that Xbox does that a lot, especially the current generation. Um, it'd be even cool if they announced, hey, we just bought them. Yeah. That's uh, actually, I don't know if you saw, but Turtle Rock is owned by WB Games. So if they do, oh. then, yeah, they would get that too. And that's part of, uh, that. I didn't even mention it. I'm glad you said that because it brought that up. That's part of why I thought this could happen. Even if they don't have the WB announcement finalized or can't officially say, I feel like this could be a way to announce something and people be like, wait a second, this seems odd that you'd have an exclusive for this game. What's going on here? Oh, that would, that would be awesome, man. Um, oh, it just it fits so well. I feel bad for the Sony fans because, <laughs> damn, they would, if Xbox truly made them exclusive, they would miss out on a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they would want to do that. But at the same time, I really want them to do that. Yeah. Um, I wonder how much, well, like you said, I think some of it, they have no choice. I think it's going to have to be multi-platform. But I wonder even when they have the choice, they seem so open to wanting everything on all consoles, which I get to a point, but I do think exclusives are important. I do want the, every system to have that. And I don't think that everybody should just get to play everything. I think it makes sense to have console exclusives and if people want generations to continue and have console wars. Not that I'm a fanboy, but like the competition aspect of it. I feel like that's the only way that's going to happen is to have big-time exclusives and studios that make games just for you. Yeah, it, it felt like Phil Spencer was almost like trying to rebuild what... Uh... Oh gosh, uh, what was his name? Um, John Matrix, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, what the damage he created. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. The stuff, the Connect stuff that he announced and people were pissed about, I thoroughly enjoyed it and was really sad when they took it away. Yeah. But besides that, I think yeah, it was a lot of missed fuck ups. But I, I think now it's like, okay, you did your PR thing. We like you. Like, uh, let's. Let's stop being so friendly with the yeah. competition. <laughs> why are you? Why are you doing that? And I think uh, they could be going that route because it seems like stuff with them and Nintendo totally fell apart. And if I was a betting man, that'd be on Nintendo's side, not yeah. Xbox side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would like to see that be announced and exclusive to. I don't even like that some of the stuff is on PC. Yeah, I know Xbox's stuff's all on PC, but uh, even PlayStation putting Horizon on there, it's like, um, I get you want more people to play your games. I do like the way PlayStation did it where they waited. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it uh, watered down your brand. No, I hear you. Um. <clears throat> I hope this announcement happens. I do think there's fair reasons that's a possibility. I also just don't know how far along this game is in production. We just, only like a month ago, saw the first concept art of it. But concept art, concept art usually means it's far away, but we also haven't heard from Turtle Rock in a long time. So I think it's also possible that this was concept art, but they're a lot farther in development than people know. So... That's the only thing that gives me some hope because 
like I said, the fact that concept art just came out recently does seem almost impossible, but I feel like there's aspects to it that maybe that's not the only thing they have. Yeah, I and I, I'd be so ready to support them again. I pre-ordered and bought day one Left 4 Dead 2, and those games are so iconic to me oh, that yeah. when they announced Evolve, I went out and pre-ordered it, and I was like, man, I really want to support them. And I bought the season pass. Um, so what is the, I don't know. I don't remember the amount, but it was a lot of money. And yeah, uh, I was about two hours into that game, and I was like, man, this is terrible. <laughs> I did not. I was not having fun. Yeah, <clears> here, yeah. <throat> I think. Can't remember if we talked about it in podcast or after. I think. Uh, I had the same issue with Evolved. I didn't get a day one or anything, but I played it early on, and I was excited. And I feel like there was a solid game there, maybe even to the quality of Left 4 Dead, but I feel like there's just the mechanics were so much more to learn and so much to it that I feel like that's what made Left 4 Dead cool. It was really, you could get amazing at it and you could get really talented, but you could also just jump in and immediately know the basics of what you're doing. Yeah, no, exactly. I remember the reason I started, I went out and got really excited about the second one was, uh, we used to sneak on to Virginia Tech's, well, they didn't sneak on, but we'd go to Virginia Tech's campus, and they had computer labs there with really nice computers, and our friends would have logins because their parents worked there, and we would uh, all have, he would give us copies of the first one, and we'd all go through it, and I was completely clueless about it, but it's like you said, you just, it's very intuitive, you just, oh, zombie, shoot him, but. I don't know. That game was so creepy. The lighting mechanics, yeah. the gore, the w even the weapons themselves were pretty simple. Oh yeah, definitely. And it was uh, the maps were so designed so well too. Yeah. If I think I'm trying to remember back, I think Evolve only had one map. I think it launched with remember. one. Yeah. And I was just I was so upset and pissed off. <laughs> No, I hear you. Um, we can get into the uh, crazy announcement if you want to start with your second one, then we can go there first. Yeah, uh, like I said, this um, it was hard for me to choose what would be the crazy ones because yeah. I felt Sega, buying a Sega would have been a crazy one. Mm -hmm. But uh, number two for me would be they announce uh, the Hol was it the HoloLens. Yeah with a, a VR capabilities. So I feel like VR is almost like a very, I hate to say lonely, but there's no way to incorporate groups of people. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you combine the VR with the HoloLens, I feel like it'd be a big focus with them. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. I, um, I was thinking about having a HoloLens prediction on here as well. My only issue again is that I feel like that's so hard to show in these kind of things that I don't think it will happen, but like I said, eventually this is what we got to work with, so it's not like they can just hide everything and avoid things if they have the announcement, so I could be overthinking it and just kind of wanting a normal E3 and no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I could just see that. Uh, my second one for a crazy announcement, this is probably going to seem out of nowhere, but um, would be a new Shadowrun game. 
Oh, I, yeah, that would be nut, nuts. I feel like Shadowrun, the original one, was so awesome, and that was one of the uh, only games, and I think the first game to go cross-platform with uh, Windows Vista. So that was already a really cool connection, even though that failed miserably. But um, <laughs> the uh, game itself, I feel like, was super underappreciated. I was going to say underrated, but I feel like it, if you look at the reviews, it was rated fairly because a lot of the reviews break down how there wasn't a lot of content there. There wasn't a lot of maps. There wasn't a ton of modes, which all that's true. But I feel like the base game was so solid. The uh, shooting was amazing. The um, All the powers and abilities and the teamwork and the different style of game modes and the voice acting and the visuals. There's so much positive there. I feel like you could make something amazing. And like I said, it was already exclusive to Xbox or PC, whatever. Exclusive to Microsoft, I should say. And uh, I don't see this happening. That's why it's a crazy announcement. But I think it would be so fucking cool. And I think it would actually make a lot of sense. Because I feel like Shadowrun was kind of ahead of his time. I feel like a lot of games have what Shadowrun was. A lot of popular games are kind of fed off of that now from like Valorant to Overwatch to Counter-Strike was before it but like that style of gameplay is so popular now and become a major thing and I feel like almost nobody knows Shadowrun and my yeah. biggest um, not issue with Shadowrun because I played it for countless hours so I got more than my money worth I feel like could have more content for sure but I actually thought the world seemed so cool and the character seemed so cool that I thought you could do a super different campaign that was really unique. So I feel like if you did a a full-on modernized version of the uh, multiplayer and added a full campaign, I feel like that game would be fucking amazing. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. I was going to mention uh, um, when that came out, I had a friend that was super into that game. Yeah. I think I've told you about that before. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, every game you mentioned, he's moved on to. Oh, it's really? Kind of <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are definitely very similar games. And it was for sure ahead of its time. And I remember he also had talked one of my other friends into buying it, and they got super addicted. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were trying to get me to buy it, but I was like, I'm not – guys i'm not paying full price for like it just seems so ridiculous at the time but people do it now all the time and it's super successful but it's like, i'm not paying that money for a game that doesn't even have yeah um multiplayer or a, a campaign yeah and i remember watching them play it i go over the houses and play it and the one friend i don't know if he like went on vacation or what he like let me borrow it or they'd moved on to a different game and i was like well let me see what this how i feel about this and you're right, that world was so cool. Yeah. And I think, uh, like, 2015, maybe, when we first started hanging out, you put it in mm-hmm. as well. I think we went through it a couple times. Yeah. And I, I would admit, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's almost at this point, almost seems like it'd be too late, though. Yeah. Um, I think now there would only be a select number of people that would – know the announcement like I do and care but I feel like 
I can't imagine the IP would cost that much, even just to, even if they don't own it exclusively, just own it like, uh, I mean, they don't own it at all. They just have the exclusive rights to release the game. That I feel like it'd be worth it just to get those people, but more so, I feel like you get a whole new audience that has no idea who, what Shadowrun is, and just off the fact of how cool it looks and that it looks similar to all these things that people like, they can get all these people on board that. Yeah, Shadowrun might not matter to them, but you get the IP cheap enough, even if they don't own the IP, to be able to have it. And I feel like people actually mentioned that with Shadowrun when the uh, 360 version launched, because it's like a, a super popular old PC game, like pen and, uh, pen and paper game. And I was like, I have no fucking clue what this is. This just looks awesome. So I feel like there's a lot of people before me that were having the same discussion probably. Like, well, they made a new Shadowrun game, and I know a lot of classic Shadowrun fans were super pissed at the uh, first-person shooter because that's not at all what Shadowrun used to be. So, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, different angles, I think, about that are super interesting. Yeah, I was... Uh, I remember when they announced that that comeback, and I didn't even know that that world existed. I thought yeah. it was its own thing. And yeah, I was like, I did oh too. my god, they're bringing it back. And then I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the hell? Um, but it looks like uh, maybe that's why we didn't see much content for uh, Shadowrun. Um, Shadowrun would have been the studio's last game. Uh, yeah. It came out June 21st. 21st. Yeah, it looks like May in North America and then Japan June 21st. EU is right around there too, and then they went defunct in September 12, 2007. Yeah, I think it was uh, FASA, I think is how you say it, FASA Games. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up because uh, that's definitely obviously not going to be the developer, but I feel like Microsoft's creating so many studios that we don't know what they're working on. That I don't think one of these studios is working on it. Like I said, it's a crazy prediction, but I think it'd be so cool if you had a, one of these studios that has talent from all over the industry making a game like that would be so cool dude it looks like uh it's owned by xbox at least oh, this, really? this, yeah um parent was microsoft game studios so it looks like they own the rights to oh man i did not i played the fuck out of these games oh really uh the mech the mech warrior and mech commander games mech assault oh they made that yeah they made all those Huh. Oh my god, they also made Crimson Skies. This was like, wow. I knew Crimson Skies and uh, Mech Assault was the same developer, but I didn't know that was uh, FASA. Awesome. They were also in Redmond. They were right on Microsoft's campus. Um, Yeah, man. It looks like their servers are still up as well. Yeah, they are. They did, took it off on PC a long time ago, but that makes sense because Vista was a complete failure, but Xbox still going, and you can still find games. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, somebody just posted that there's like 10, usually average of 10 people active enough yeah. to do two matches. So great. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, this thing is ripe for a comeback. Especially if the, I don't know how the other Shadowrun games did. Um, Inspired, yeah, yep, you're right on the money. The top of the Wikipedia page is inspired by Counter Strike. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
This is inspired by the, the pen and paper game. Uh, or role-playing game. What? Yeah, I don't know if, like, they let the rights die out on that version. Or what? Yeah, because I know they did two uh, Kickstarters for, like, the more classic-style Shadowrun games after the first-person shooter that weren't made by FASA. FASA, whatever you want to call it. So it looks like the last one was, like, 2015. See, I mean, this thing's ripe for some sort of comeback. God, I hope so. I would lose my mind. I mean, you might be onto something, man. It would be... Wow, it'd be really understandable. Man. Or even, even a remaster. Uh, I'd be down for that. And you could easily add in more maps or something, at least. Since that was the biggest um, critique of it. Which, like I said, I think it was fair. I just had so much fun with it that it didn't really bother me. Well, I think, too, if you really... Because I'm trying to think, how would you bridge the pen and paper, the RPG players, with this multiplayer game? And if you did a really solid campaign for the RPG people... Yeah. And then the multiplayer mechanics... Yeah, man, you've got some really good predictions. <laughs> I just feel like a child. I was like... <laughs> um, unicorns, and you just like have these like great things that I didn't even think about. You're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we can go on to your second one, buddy, or your first one. Oh, it's definitely another unicorn here. <laughs> uh, number one, this is this has been man, probably since mm, early 2000s, uh, probably after I got my 360. Or my 360, Jesus. And kind of towards the end of the life of the Xbox, I've always wanted this. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of been on my list for a long time. But uh, an Xbox handheld. Oh, yeah. And with the, the cloud coming out in September. And last year, them people discovering that they had mock-ups of how to put your phone in that little thing. Mm -hmm. I think they could announce not a complete handheld, but a really nice first party attachment to put your phone in uh, I'd be completely down for that and so it's not technically a handheld but I would totally take it and it makes sense because their alternatives are not the greatest things in the world yeah um, no I'd definitely be down for that I thought you were going to say like actual like a Vita or a 3DS as much as that would be cool yeah I think there's like zero chance of that happening now it seems very realistic and i kind of believe they had never did it but now the where they're at i think there's no way they release something like that but i think something like a peripheral for that is a lot more realistic and i would definitely be down for yeah and i guess it's kind of why i put it on crazy because it'd be nice to have like something like the surface yeah with the cloud like i just want something my issue with the, what with the cloud service or what are they calling it? What's the full name? XCloud. Project XCloud. Project XCloud. Yeah. Is, uh, man, I don't know. I just, it felt weird putting my phone on my controller and playing like that. Yeah. I always wanted it, but I also felt like the screens were too small. And these games weren't really designed for it. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. So I would like maybe more support on 
tablets. I would even I would even go buy a bigger tablet or a, a some sort of tablet mm-hmm. if they had a better experience on it. Yeah, I'd consider actually getting a tablet myself for what they already have, which isn't a ton. So if I had something like that, then I definitely would. Yeah. Um, let me get to my last one here. So my last one for the crazy announcements, my number one, is Alan Wake 2 and exclusive for Xbox, since the first one was Xbox exclusive for the longest time. Oh, that'd be and sick. Yeah, I think Remedy's working on so much that I can't imagine they would do it, but also... It seems unbelievable that they've left Alan Wake alone for this long. And Alan Wake originally was announced on the, um, I think the original Xbox. That was one of those games that got delayed for so long and then still got, took a long time to come out on 360. And that's why a lot of the mechanic, like a lot of things in it were so dated. But even with things being dated, I thought it was a fucking amazing game. And as far as atmosphere and storytelling, I think it does it better than a lot of current games which is ridiculous yeah no you're right um, that would that would make sense I don't even think that's even that honestly that crazy yeah I guess in, like I said in one way it shouldn't be because it seems unbelievable how long they've left it alone but the fact they have left it alone so long just I feel like I kind of lost I have hope but I feel like it's kind of just always there like, ah, I, I doubt it but I hope so I feel like there have been multiple times where I really thought it was going to happen. Like mm-hmm. anniversaries or where you're hearing rumors and stuff. And I was like, oh man. And then it never happened. So I just kind of always hope for it. But kind of in the back of my mind, like, yeah, it's probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of our predictions. Like I said, we can go over that once the uh, press conference happens. Is there anything you want to add or talk about with the press conference coming up? Did I do predictions? Is anything? Um, I don't know. I just uh, I'm excited that I don't have to wait five years for Halo because <laughs> I, you know, I'm playing through them right now. So I'm just excited to see more Halo stuff. Yeah. Um. That was actually one of the notes I had, so it's weird you mentioned Halo first. Is that the rumor is that the demo they're going to show is campaign, which I think makes complete sense because that's the most scripted and I feel like the most um, pleasing thing to see. Multiplayer is kind of just all over the place, so it's hard to be hard to show that and get people jacked up and excited. So this isn't a prediction, but I wonder. Like, so we're done with predictions. I'm just discussing with you now. Um, I think it'd be so fucking cool if they did that. And like I said, I don't know how you're going to show multiplayer, even if it's not at this event. Or you're just going to have like a separate stream where 343 goes over multiplayer. Because I feel like it's real hard to demo that and to show it well. So I think it'd be the fucking coolest thing in the world if they had a crazy campaign demo. And, uh, and now, right now, if you go on your Xbox, if you have Game Pass, <laughs> you can play the beta. <laughs> And I think that would be also make complete business sense because they're trying to push Game Pass so heavy right now. But uh-huh. anybody that has it's already just going to immediately go play Halo and also get all these people back in to try Halo that 
like I said, have been off board. And then also, anybody that doesn't have Game Pass, it'd be such an easy way to try and get them on board. That would be nuts. I don't think it's going to happen, but like I said, I really don't know. Unless they're just not going to show multiplayer or advertise it, but I can't imagine they wouldn't do that. But there's only so many more months till this game comes out. Yeah, they, they, it's kind of getting down to the wire. They got to do some stuff for sure. Yeah, um, I feel like hands-on multiplayer is the best way to show it because no matter how good of demos you show or if they want to get pro streamers on or whatever to show it, you still just it's going to just look like more deathmatch or battle royale or whatever it is that unless you actually feel it, I feel like it's going to be hard to notice the difference. Yeah, man, I'm just excited. <laughs> oh, me too. I will say, I really hope that, I know a lot of people say they need to go back to original Halo and what Halo used to be. Like I said, I think this is another damn if you do, damn if you don't, because everybody complained how they were not modern and they need sprint and they need all these abilities and everything, and then they get it, and everybody says they're just trying to do like everything else. Mm -hmm. I think that all these people are asking for that. If they get rid of sprint and go back to classic Halo, everybody's going to say it's dated and all the stuff's missing. So I think you need to have a balance. I think I was one of those people who said that they need to keep sprinting out of it. But like I said, I think uh, I think a big part of that is just I was getting so annoyed. All these people are just so obsessed with Call of Duty and just nobody's playing Halo anymore. That I was kind of not really being realistic with myself. Because I think sprinting has worked. I think a lot of these abilities have worked. I think the biggest thing that they not messed up with Halo but made it not feel like Halo whilst adding current things like sprinting or abilities or some of these other things which I think are completely reasonable to stick around. But the biggest thing I think has changed is that I feel like they've adapted so much into current multiplayer competitive that it's not about like the power weapons anymore and the position of the the map of like knowing the layout to where to get the weapons and everything because mm -hmm. they made it so much different like most multiplayer games are now about your loadouts and like the positions of the weapons change so that way you can't control the map and i feel like that's always what halo's combat was and it i don't feel like that it was a disadvantage because that's how the maps worked and that's how you could become in control of the game by learning that and i feel like that would make it feel a lot more like halo if they went back to that but didn't just abandon everything that has been progress yeah, I think so too, man. I I prefer. I think Halo Reach was where it was like, man, this is a little too similar to Call of Duty. You guys are getting kind of weird, but I feel like with Halo Five, they found a, a, a really good balance. And I, I think you're right. They need to just probably stick with that formula. I, I prefer it. Yeah, like um, like the ground pound and the Spartan charge and all that shit. People make fun of this shit is awesome, but they're. Uh, so I think there's cool things, and I wouldn't be surprised if they actually go even more into that, because, like, the Halo War, if you know the books, and even what Bungie talked about the games being, the Spartans were supposed to be so much more crazy and be able to fly around and have jetpacks and, like, jump 25 feet in the air, because they were, like, super soldiers, but with the engine of the original Xbox era, there's no way that's going to work in the physics, or not going to let that game be that I'm sure people will mock it like crazy and say they're trying to be like every other game, but that's literally what Halo is supposed to be. 
So I wouldn't even care if they went even farther on that end, like with the crazy ass Spartans. Like I said, I feel like the biggest thing is map control. I feel like they try to get away from that because that's not what current games are anymore. But I feel like yeah. that's what made Halo multiplayer was the map control and the power weapons. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Couldn't agree more. Um, I didn't know that though about them wanting to do more of that stuff in the original one. Oh really? Yeah, there's some. Uh, the books get real fucking crazy. Probably too crazy, but uh, even. <laughs> Yeah, Bungie's interviews, you can listen to some of the stuff they talked about and where their mind, like, imagination was with, with doing the game. They're talking about some crazy stuff. And it, I feel like some of that started to come out even when they still own the game with Reach with, like, the the jetpacks, even though it was just, like, ability. I feel like they were trying to get to a point where they had these crazy uh, imaginations of what the game would be. Um, the only other things I'll say is to relate to the xbox press conference is i don't know if you saw the seagate thing that uh, expansion card for memory no i didn't that's funny you mentioned that though because um i was already thinking about that today because i'm so tired of this hard drive yeah they uh announced it for the series x and before we even get the console which like I said, I bet this thing's going to be a terabyte, which a terabyte isn't enough for this generation, let alone the next generation, unless they find some crazy technology to compress games and make them super small, but I think they're just going to get bigger. And uh, I feel like I would rather just pay extra money to have a fucking humongous hard drive than have to have all these things plug in and adapters and all of this. Um, the Seagate card does look really cool. It's a... Uh, Almost like a looks like um, an Xbox 360 memory card that you plug in the backs of the Series X, and that's how small it is. And then it gives you. It didn't even say how much memory, just as memory, but also said it works with the SSD, so everything runs just as fast, and it's not like there's any kind of difference performance-wise, which mm -hmm. sounds really cool. But I said for one, I think it should all be built in the console and not have to be this massive issue. But um, also. Even if that's our choice, that sounds good, but I think it sounds good, so that probably means that this little piece of thing that you plug in your back to your Xbox probably not going to be very cheap if it's this cool and this much technology built into it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But I I know that price point is a very big yeah. thing for these console guys, so these console releases, so I could see where they're coming from. Um but I could see almost maybe two terabytes, honestly. I hope so. I think that's like the bare minimum they should do. I just feel like they're going to undercut it, but I hope I'm wrong. And I definitely get the price point argument. I just feel like they... Um, it seems like they're going to have multiple consoles for different price variants. I feel like one should just go all in on it. You don't have to do something fucking crazy, but I think... like. You'd be like, this is the Elite version of 4 terabytes, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of money, but we also have this, especially to have this ridiculously cheap thing, like, it's being talked about. I don't know if I really believe it, but they're talking about this thing being, like, the cheapest console ever, which, like I said, I don't believe it, but if that's the case, I think it'd be even easier to have this giant one that's like, yeah, if you want this, then you got it, but I don't think it's going to happen, especially when they know people are going to buy this expansion card, and it just seems weird that they're already advertising something like this before the system's already out. It kind of feels like uh, 
they even call it an expansion card. It literally feels like 64 days where we're putting that red <laughs> thing in to play fucking Donkey Kong. Um, then the only other thing I had was, you've probably seen it. People have been talking about it for like a week now, and there's so many different stories about it that I can't keep track of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But Microsoft removed the 12-month um, buying option for Xbox Live Gold online. Saw that. And a lot of people are thinking that Xbox Live is going to be free, which I don't know if I believe that. I think the only reason that makes sense is they're going to get they're trying to get people with um, in the Game Pass, and maybe that's their lookout on it. But I, if that's what they're doing, I feel like. There should be something for all these people that just bought years and years of Xbox Live off of Microsoft advertisement that you can add multiple years on and stay at that same price. I feel like it'd be kind of fucked up to go, yeah, it's free now, and everybody's like, oh, it's great. And then all of us that stock up on years of Xbox Live, do we just, are we just kind of screwed? Well, I think that you know, the free upgrade to Game Pass would probably would make up for that, right? What would be the upgrade, though? Like, isn't still just Game Pass Ultimate? Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's like, if you have Xbox Live, you have Game Pass now for a discounted price. Would probably... I mean, that would probably suffice for me. Probably gave me free Game Pass for a fraction of the price of... Really, Ultimate's like, what, 15 bucks a month? Yeah, so couldn't get Game Pass for a year for a lot cheaper than we got Game Pass Ultimate for, though? I'm kind of confused. What do you mean? Because if Xbox Live, if you're not paying for Xbox Live and it's free, then Uh all you have to do is buy Game Pass, which if we didn't buy our years of Xbox Live, all we'd have to do is buy Game Pass. So I feel like we're in the... I thought they upgraded Xbox Live to Game Pass Ultimate already, though. No, they did, but that's what I'm saying. There wouldn't be any Ultimate anymore if this is true. There would just be Game Pass because there wouldn't be no Game Pass Ultimate anymore. But isn't Ultimate different because you get the PC games? Yeah, but also uh, Ultimate is that you get Xbox Live, which I think is the biggest hook. I don't even know. I think Game Pass... Oh, I see what you're saying now. Sorry, I was... I forgot that that was too... You still need Xbox Live to have Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, I see. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I feel like all these businesses want everything streamlined. They don't want multiple services. And I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's going to be a weird PR thing. Yeah, I feel like they could even I feel like they could make something real easy than just like giving you fifty dollars worth of credit to their store, so that way they're still getting money, and it's not on any developer or anything else because it's their own store to give anybody that has a certain amount of time left or you could even base off that like you have one month and you get five dollars or whatever i see what you're saying yeah that's that'd be a good way of going about it yeah that's why i just don't know it does make sense on one hand because they just want everyone game pass so that maybe they would make this plus live free and also that'd be huge gig at sony and be like you can play your games for free i'm sure it's factoring into that but also does just seem odd after they just made this huge deal about how you can commit to Xbox Live and keep this price and everything. 
Yeah. So, we'll see which way to go with it. Um, I think that's all I got, though. You got anything else? Nope, that's it, man. Just excited to... Probably the most excited I am for a press conference <laughs> so far this year. No, me I too. I'm about to start the um, Game Awards, uh, Geely's uh, PS4 controller video. PS5. PS5, Jesus, yeah. yeah. Now you guys, Linda. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. You don't see a whole lot of it, but there's some interesting stuff in there and it's definitely worth watching. I saw also Nintendo did a mini direct. I haven't watched that. Um, if you want to watch that, you can. Um, All right, we'll do. But no, yeah, this is by far the most excited I've been. Um, I even, I randomly will just get giddy about it, which you're talking about being a child. I just go, oh my God, I feel like I need a jump. Kind of like, oh my God, Halo's this close. I can't wait. I'm so excited to see all that it has and if any of these crazy predictions actually happen. Especially, like I said, I got so many other ones that if come true, I'm going to lose my mind because I have so many other ones on here. So, yes, sir. Um, probably upload this tonight or tomorrow, so by the time you're hearing this, the Xbox Game Showcase will just be hours away. 12 noon on uh, the 23rd and we can go over see how we lined up on this and be able to talk about the whole show um, if you have any predictions of your own you can leave in the comments below and if you want to follow us on instagram twitter or facebook it's at current backlog and if you have any comments corrections or questions you can send to currentbackloggers at gmail.com I can't wait for this. Yep, yep. All right, buddy. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>